0: The Tzemach Tzedek writes in regards to the Stalkos the passing of the Alter Rebbe. After describing briefly all of the hardships and troubles that the Alter Rebbe went through as he was escaping the French um, army, eventually arriving in the village of Piena, on Erev Shabbos of Parshas Vayishlach, in the year of Topkuf Ayin writes the Tzemach Tzedek that Amoytsoi Shabbos Kodesh of Shmois, which was huh? Chav Gimel, going into, er to Sha Yud means a half hour into the eleventh hour, in other words, around 10.30. Nishba Aroin HaKoidesh, the holy ark, referring to the Alter Rebbe, was so to speak captured, in other words, Alter Rebbe passed away. Mo'er <laughs> Yisrael, the illuminary of the Yidden, Mashiach Hashem, the anointed of Hashem, etc. Says the Rebbe, it's known that all of the Yomim Toivim, and similarly, all the special days of Tzaddikim, which includes automatically their birthdays, the days of Hilula, etc., all have a connection to the of the in the Torah that's being read at the time. Similarly, says the Rebbe, it's understood. From this, um, it, this idea is also understood from the Vort, the famous Vort, the Torah Vort, of the Baal of that of the Alter Rebbe himself, who said, we always must live with a time, meaning with a Parsha's Hashavua. Applying that to our, in our instance, even though the Histalkus of the Alter Rebbe was Euluch of Dalatevis going into which that year fell on Sunday of Parsha's Veira, but from the fact that the Tzemach Tzedek doesn't only write Euluch of Dalatevis, he doesn't even just write the day of the week meaning that it was Moitsoi Shabbos Kodesh, but he also adds that it was Moitsoi Shabbos Kodesh of Shmois. And furthermore, the Rebbe the Tzemach Tzedek also adds that Shabbos Kodesh Shmois was Chav Gimel Tevi, so in other words, the focus is particularly on that Shabbos as well. From this we understand that the Histalkos has a connection also, or perhaps even mainly, to Parsha Shmois. Especially, says the Rebbe, that the precise time of the Histalkos, as the tzemach tzedek writes, was Kachatsoy Shoa Yud Aleph, which was 10.30 at night, which regarding a number of Dinim and Inyonim, we know that the hours of Moitsoy Shabbos Kodesh, the hours before midnight, are still connected to Shabbos. And therefore, this shows even more that there's a connection between the Histalkos and Parsha shemoy specifically. Says the Rebbe, the content and the toich and the point of Parsha Shmois is the Golos, is the exile of the Yidden, Shibut Mitzrayim, they're in slavery. The enslavement in, in Mitzrayim. And Rebbe explains, that the Parshish is before Shmois, Parshish is Vayigash and Vayechi, is the time before of that slavery in Mitzrayim. Even though they had already gone down to Mitzrayim. As the Razal tells us, that Kol as long as one of them was still alive, one of the Shvatim was still alive, then the Mitzrayim did not enslave the Jews. So that's in the is before Shmois. When it comes to the is after Shmois, Parshas Va'era and Boy, even though they are also discussing the time when the Yidden are still in Mitzrayim, nevertheless in Parshas Va'era you can already start seeing the signs of the Gola, the beginning of the Gola. We have the wonders and the miracles that Hashem performs, the Makois that he brings on Mitzrayim, and even within the Shibut itself, even within the slavery itself, that also already started becoming less, started becoming lighter. Furthermore, Chazal say that on Rosh Hashanah, that means a half a year before when they leave Mitzrayim. So the avoided the hard work already stopped um, it, that our fathers didn't have to work hard in Egypt. And that's in Pasha's Va'eira, certainly in Pasha's boy, that's already discussing the Geulah bapoyel. On the other end, Parsha Shmois, where the whole point of the Parsha, the whole Parsha, is all about the intense, difficult labor and work that the Yidden had in Mitzrayim, the very extreme Golos. And all the way at the end of the Parsha, we have that Pari is, dec- is decreeing not to continue giving the people straw, that the work should become even heavier and harder on the people. To the extent that even Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of the parsha is arguing to Hashem that from when I came to Pari things have become much worse for the Yidden, says the Rebbe, that with this we could possibly explain the connection between the stalcos of the Alter Rebbe to Parsha Shmois. because as mentioned before the stalcos of the Alter Rebbe was uh, during a time when he was in Gauls, he was being he was in exile as the Tzemach Tzedek describes it when they were running away from the French. And being thrown around from one place to the other till eventually they come to this village called Piena. And as all of the description of all of these bothers and troubles and suffering are descri- dis- described in a letter that the Mittel Rebbe wrote. Says the Rebbe, it's known what the Bala Ilula, meaning the Alta Rebbe writes regarding the general concept of Hilula and Istalkus. That the time that a tzaddik passes away, all of his action, all of his Torah, all of his avoid that he worked his whole life are all going up Maila, are all ascend above, and then they become revealed and shine down in a revealed way from above to below during the time of his passing. Says the Rebbe, since everything that happens is by Ashgacha it's especially something that's happening with a Tzaddik, a Nosi Hador, so it's understood that the fact that the outer Rebbe Zistalkos was in Golos that itself shows that there must be an inner connection between all of his actions, Torah and avoida, of the Baal U'lul, of the Alter Rebbe. All of these actions that are being oiled, that are ascending, that are re- becoming revealed during the time of the Istalkos, there must be a connection between all of that and this special mailah of the avoida in the time of Gallus specifically. And as a result of that, that's why it ends up being that Begashmius, his histalkus also ends up being in Golos. That's because in, in essence his avoida is connected with this sort of idea. Says the Rebbe Vieshloimar, we could say that this is also the reason that the very last Haga Geula, Yutas Kislev, that the Alter Rebbe celebrated during his life, physical life in this world, where was this Yutas Kislev? Also in this place of Golos, the place where he passed away. Because as mentioned before from the words of the Tzemach Tzedek, that he came to Piena on Erev Shabbos of Vayishlach, which is just before Yutas Kislev. And the Rebbe explained, since Yutas Kislev is the Rosh Hashanah Lechzidus, this is the whole point of the Maiso V'teirosei V'avidosei of the Baal Ha'ilul of the Alter Rebbe, which as we said, the Al-Tareb is Avoidah, specifically connected with this idea of the maila, the special quality of Avoida in the time of Golos. This is why it ends up being also that the very last Yutas Kislev, which means the very highest ilui of this special day, the highest elevation of this special day of Yutas Kislev, during the time that the al Tereb is in this physical world. Because as we know, every single year, The Rebbe is quoting what the Al-Tarebbe says about Rosh Hashanah, but the Rebbe is applying this to Yutas Kislev, that every single year there's a whole new oil that never was shining down before, ever such a great oil. That means every Yutas Kislev is greater than the previous one. So the very last Yutas Kislev of the Al-Tarebbe in this world is also in in Golos, in the same Golos, in the place where he passed away. And for and because, as we said, because this is the place, this is the time where all of his meisim and Torah and avoda are coming b'tachlis ashelimus in their greatest way, as mentioned before. So, how do we understand all of this? Says so the Rebbe, we're going to understand this by first explaining the idea that we spoke about that Shmois is all about Golus and Shibud Mitzrayim. The Rebbe says we discussed many times that the name of a Parsha expresses the content of the whole Parsha. And the question becomes, in our case, the the name of Shmoyz, Parsha Shmoyz, seemingly would actually represent something that's the opposite of Golos Mitzrayim. And the Rebbe points out three things, three reasons why that is. Number one, Chazal tells us, as mentioned before, that as long as one of those um, of the Shvatim were alive, Those that came down to Mitzrayim, so the Egyptians did not enslave the Jewish people. So what comes out is, that when the Pasek says, So this word Shmois, which is about the names of the people that came to Mitzrayim, this is actually what did not allow the Shibud and the Golos of Mitzrayim. Because as long as they're alive, there's going to be no Golos. Point number two the special emphasis of the word Shmois itself, what names are all about. Why is they Hashem counting the Eden by name? So as Rashi tells us, it's all to express and to notify how much Hashem loves the Bnei Yisrael, which is clearly, again, the opposite of the idea of galus and the difficult enslavement of the Jewish people, which is being discussed in the Parsha. And finally, the Rebbe says, that Medrash says, that when the the Eilish Shmoiz B'nei Yisroel, Medrash says they're being called over here by their names. The names over here that are being mentioned is particularly Al-Shem Ge'ulah they are being mentioned. In other words, each one of the names is symbolizing and hinting to a certain aspect of Ge'ulah. So how can we then say that the whole idea of Shmoiz is the Indian of golos Says the Rebbe, the explanation is it's known in regards to the special maila, the special quality, the special advantage about the, of the avoider that Yidden didn't have in the time of Golos, consists of the fact that it's specifically then that the koyach of Mesiras Nefesh of a Yid is revealed. Mesiras Nefesh, as we know, comes from the very Yechida of the Nefesh, the very, very essence of the soul. And this idea, this koyach of the Yechida of the Nefesh, the etzem of the soul, is specifically expressed in a situation where one does not really have the full grasp and the full feeling in matters of godliness based on what's known as his Koiches agluim, his revealed faculties of his neshama, his Seichel, and his Midos. But rather the Eskashurus of, of the Yitel, Ekus, at this point of time, is not so much through these Koiches agluim, through these revealed faculties, but it's mainly coming as an expression of his very, very essence. The Rebbe says, this is why in the time of the Beis Hamigdosh, where Eluikus, where godliness was shining in a very revealed way. And the Avoid of Yidden then was also more with their koiches agluim, with their revealed faculties. They sensed godliness in their inner koiches, of Seichel, of their intellect, of their midis, of their feelings, and so on. And since their main Avoid was then Alpitam Vadas, based on logic and reason and feeling and so on, so this Avoid of the yachidah, the power of the yachidah wasn't really felt so much. It's specifically in the time of Golos, when the godliness is, is concealed. As the Apostle says, we don't see signs, we don't see miracles, we don't see godliness, we don't know what's going on. And there's all sorts of concealments and darkness, there's challenges for the Avoid of Torah and mitzvahs. It is specifically then, when and because there is lacking the impact of the revealed koiches of the neshama, that's exactly when the yechida is aroused, is awakened, to strengthen oneself, to overcome all of the difficulties, all of the challenges that are there for Torah and mitzvahs, so the yid's essential bond with Hashem is revealed, helping him overcome all of these difficulties. And the Rebbe says this is also the general idea of what Golos Mitzrayim was all about, and generally the concept of Golos. This is what brought out the essential bond between the Yid and Hashem. And this is also why it was a hachana preparation for Matan Torah, because the whole point of Matan Torah is to draw down godliness into the physical things that are very, very lowly. And through Torah and mitzvahs, they are going to become a place for Hashem, because that's specifically what's going to express the very, very essence of Torah. It's only over there that the essence of Torah is being revealed, is being expressed. Says the Rebbe, this idea of the mail of Yahvoid in the time of Golas, that even though on the one hand the godliness is not shining, and yet Davka, that's when the etzim and Hashama is revealed. Says the Rebbe, this is all hinted and connected to the concept of Shmoys, the idea of names. Says the Rebbe, the connection between the name of a person to the person, we find two extremes. On the one hand we see That the person, for himself, by himself, totally does not need the name. The name is only used as a means for somebody else to be able to call him. In other words, the name seemingly is a completely external thing compared to the person himself. And that's why, says the Rebbe, from a name itself you will have no idea, no understanding, and any concept about the person who is being called by the name. Best proof is, that you could have multiple people with the same name, and yet, in their core essence, they are completely opposites to each other. Because the name is not really reflecting the person. The Nebbe says this is different. Chhsidah speaks about a concept of shame and a concept of oil, light, a ray. So we say when it comes to oil, when it comes to light, this is a reflection of the moir of the luminary. And therefore, from the light, you can have some sort of concept of the moir, what is the thing that's producing that light. Whereas a name is completely not telling you anything about the person that's called by the name. So this is on the one hand. On the other hand, the opposite extreme is, it's known that the name of the person is very much connected to his essence. And to his essence, the way it is higher than the koichas agluhim, higher than the revealed faculties. And the proof of this is, when you call someone by the name, the person turns with his whole essence, he turns to the one who called him by his name. Furthermore, says that when a person, Rachmanin Litzlan, faints, which means that the vitality of the soul is in a situation where it's completely removed or hidden from being revealed in the body. How do we revive the person? It's by calling him by his name which shows that the name has a deep connection and touches the, the very essence of the chayis ha And this is why it has the ability to bring back this chayis into the koiches into the faculties of the body. And in this way, there's actually a certain advantage now, we compared before shame and name and oir and light, or a ray of light, in this case there's going to be an advantage in shame. Because in the case of oir in the case of light, even though you could get to know about the luminary, but you'll never draw, you'll never bring the source of light through the ray of light. Whereas here, you're calling the person by his name, and it's drawing forth the person, and the highest of the person. So what do we see from all of this? That the essence of the person is expressed specifically in an area where, in a revealed way, we don't see any connection at all to the person. In other words, on the one hand, the name has nothing to do with the person, and yet it's there that the very essence of the person is connected. The Rebbe says, this is similar to the idea of what we were speaking about, the maila of the avoid in the time of Golos. That where the etzim of the Eid is revealed specifically in the place, and at the time where there's a concealment, where there's this conceal- concealment of the time of Golos. Says the Rebbe, now we could see the connection between the avoid of the Baal the altar Rebbe, with Pasha Shmois, which we said is the idea of Golos. Because it's known that just like there is this idea of Yechidah, the essence of the soul, by the Nefesh Adam, by the personal soul, in a similar way we have in Torah, we have what's known as the Yechidah in Torah, and that is Torah Sachsidis. And the main gilu of this Yechidah of Torah is in Chsidis Chabad, as the Baalai lula, as the al Rebbe revealed it and brought it down, Chsidis, into Avon into understanding, so it should be able to impact also the Nefesh Ahamis, and your portion in the world to the extent that you're transforming them from one extreme to the other, because that specifically where the etzim of Pnimei Yisatoira is expressed. Again, Davka, where it's dealing with this, with this area that's seemingly such a hidden and dark place. In other words, just like we said before by the person that the revelation of the Yechidah of the Etzaman is specifically with the Koiches Hagluyim, with those revealed Koiches, are in a state of concealment. In a similar way as what we're saying regarding the Yechidah of Torah, that it's being revealed specifically then, and in the, in, in the, in time when it needs to deal with the lowliest levels of the Nefesh of Bahamas and our portion in the world, as the Pisgum of the Bala Hilul of the Outer that the whole idea of Chsidis is to transform the nature of our midos. Says the Rebbe, so here we have the common denominator between the actions, the Torah and Avoidah of the Baal, of the Altar Rebbe, and the special mile of the Avoidah in the time of Golus, which we said is the theme of Pasha Shmois, because in both of them is Nizgalah this idea of the Yechida, specifically in a place that's completely negated from any sort of Gili'oy, a place that doesn't have any sort of light revealed in any way whatsoever. Says the Rebbe, it's known, that the darga of the Avoid of the Bala Ilula is also hinted in his name, Shneir Zalman. Shneir is from the word Schneir, two lights, and the word Zalman has the same letters as the word Lizman, which means time. And when we put the two things together, that means we're combining this idea of Shneoir with Zman, with time. What does this mean? Shnei Oir, as the Baal Shem Tovet said regarding the Alter is that the Alter is going to illuminate the world with two lights. This is the light of the Torah of Nigla and the light of Torah Sanistar, of the hidden part of Torah. And the Chiddush of Shnei Oir, in one word, is that by the Alter there was the ultimate and perfect combination between Nigla and Nistar to the extent that they became like one. And the Koyach to be able to do this is because the Alter Rebbe was Megali. He revealed the very essence of Torah. That Yechidah in Torah which is higher than all sorts of boundaries and limitations of that which is concealed, that which is revealed. It's beyond all of that. And that's why it could combine both oiris that of Migla and that of Nister. And where does he bring all of that down? Lizman, into time. Time is connected to the world. And Oilem, into the world. Oilem is from the word Helam. It's a concealment. That means that even in this lowly world, the shnei oir should be shining, and the chibur, the combination of the two oiris. And that is when you have the gilui of the Yechidah Shabbat as we discussed earlier, that the gilui of the Yechidah, the revelation of the is specifically in the lowliest place, in a place that's seemingly not a kaili, for any giluiim, for any revealed levels, that's where the essence is revealed. The Rebbe is now in the last sif of the sicha, gonna make a connection to Parsha's Vo'era as well. Says the Rebbe. we discussed many times that the whole Tachlus the, the purpose is that even those things that are higher than Ishtalshalos, higher than all the realm, the spiritual realms, and higher than the faculties of the person, but ultimately it's all about that they too should come down Begili in a revealed way and an eponymous in an internal way, permeating also the Koichus of the person. Not only in a concealed way, in other words, like the way it's in time of Golos. Because even though we said there is definitely an, a mile in the avoid of Zman Golos because that's when the Yechida is aroused and inspired and revealed. Nevertheless, we know that the whole purpose of Golos is the Gola that comes afterwards, and through the Golos. In other words, that the Gili of Yechida of Golos should also shine in the koiches Primim, in the inner faculties of the person, that they too should be permeated with the Etzim says, Rebbe V. Yeshloimer B'dereh Hefsheh, that that's actually the Chiddush of the Baal Ha'ilula, of the Alter Rebbe, in Torah Chabad that the very essence of Pnimi is Hatoira, which is higher than Ishtar higher than logic, higher than reason, L'chaori can only take it through Kabbalah and emuna and so on. And yet even that should come down in a revealed way and in a way that it can be understood in the Chochmah, Binah, Das of the person. And through that also impact as Midas, that it should be inspired to Ava and Yira. Says the Rebbe, this is hinted in the fact that the Histalkos was Moitsoi Shabbos Kodesh, early Yom Aleph, going into Sunday of Pasha's Vo'era. Now, V'eira doesn't stand over here in a revealed way. Because, as we said before, what, what says in the letter of the tzemach Tzedek was that it was M'Tsoi Shabbos Pasha Shmois. But it was going into Sunday of Pasha's V'eira. And what is V'eira? That's already when you start speaking about the gilu of Ani Havaya. Hashem is saying that I, that he's being revealed as Ani Havaya. This is the level of Atzmo Mosayn Soif. Which up until then was not revealed. As the Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu that up until now I was not revealed with my Midav Emes. Va'ira itself also says the Rebbe in the word of re'ia, of seeing, of revelation. That means that even those levels that are completely higher than Ishtar are coming down in a way that it can be seen and it can be revealed by